0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Healing After Narcissistic Abuse podcast. My name is Jasmine and I'm your host and I'm bringing another episode to you since I have been so absent um, and my new way of recording is working so I felt inspired to bring you another episode. I know you 've been waiting for me to kind of share some more, and something that has been really coming up for me in these first few you know couple of weeks of two thousand and nineteen has been you know focusing on my self care and really implementing a solid morning and night routine and The reason why I wanted to share with this with you is because. I really believe that having routine morning and night is really important for your self-care and also for your healing and recovery from narcissistic abuse. So routines are really important to help us maintain and be consistent with our self-care. I found that inconsistency with daily practices, uh, whatever it may be, has really been what has been the kind of defining factor of whether I'm going to be successful or continue to implement something or not. So consistency and making it manageable in my day, day to day has been really, really important. So I wanted to share with you kind of what I've been doing and what has been working for me and how that might be really beneficial for you too. So, you know, the quality of our self-care practice is gonna impact our healing and recovery from narcissistic abuse. I see this a lot in online forums and groups where, you know, women have stuck, you know, whether it's months or years or decades after the abuse, after they've left. And it's, you know, it's, it's frustrating and very saddening to see women struggling and suffering for so long. And I really believe, you know, when we resist change or acknowledgement or, you know, going through that internal process of understanding on our pain and processing and really, I guess, becoming really clear on what we were meant to learn when that doesn't happen, like that is what is really hindering our growth and, you know, our ability to move forward because while life may go on you know it may feel like we're just going through the motions and we're still actually stuck in the trauma and for many of us who you know experience complex PTSD um, you know which is really you know that prolonged trauma that we experience from abuse um, like that is really hard to deal with and Not only is it hard for us to deal with, but it's also really hard to explain to other people and for them to have compassion and empathy and an understanding, I guess, of the, you know, real life of what we're experiencing every day. So, you know, I want to keep this really practical for you because part of how I believe we heal is by implementing these self-care practices. So I wanted to run you through my morning and my night routine to help give you an understanding of what I'm doing. And now this is really health focused because like I mentioned just in um, episode 10 on my reflections on 2018, that I have struggled with chronic illness for the last five, six years and have, you know, I've been on this massive journey for about almost nine years now um, of working on my health. Um, you know, growing up from about age 12, 13, I had candida, I had, you know, gut issues. Um, and I spent a lot of time on no sugar diets and low fruit, um, no yeast, no bread, you know, just quite restrictive. And that was from such a young age and, you know, having, you know, a history, um, more, and a career in health coaching moving into mental and emotional well-being coaching and now obviously focusing on narcissistic abuse recovery coaching um I really got this more holistic outlook um on our healing and you know things that we can do to help manage um and allow us to go through this process because you know it, everything we go through is is interlinked it's it's really all morphing into one and you know our health is not separate to our emotions and you know whether that's physical or emotional everything is intertwined and so you know I think many of us struggle with our health of you know energy and emotional well-being and 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 not feeling foggy and and not having pain you know like all of these things are really impacting us in a big way and you know prolonged stress from abuse is a really big issue adrenal fatigue um, burnout all of those things really impact our ability to bounce back from abuse and again it depends on your health um, and you know, the length of the abuse that you're in and obviously, you know, the, the extremeness of the, the abuse that you experience as well. Like they're all going to be factors that will affect your recovery from, from abuse. But coming back to these self-care routines, I'm giving you this guide of what I'm doing to help you have an understanding and get you to think about some things that you love to do or make you feel good that you want to implement into your day and if you've never had a routine and you really struggled to be consistent just like I was then really just taking a couple of things in the morning and a couple of things at night and implementing them into and creating a routine is going to be really really fundamental in you helping to start to heal and recover and feel good in your day to day life. So when I wake up in the morning, I've been really focusing on not touching my phone and not going on social media. Um, I do put my phone on airplane mode um, in the night while I'm charging. Um, that you know really helps stop any um, EMF uh, radiation. the phone because I do charge it near my bed Um, and so that also means obviously that you know notifications or things happening on my phone are not going off while I'm trying to sleep. So when I wake up in the morning I generally will leave my phone on airplane mode for as long as possible if I have to check something I will but I'm really focusing on not just being reactive and doing that as a first point of call. So when I wake up, I like to just take a couple of deep breaths and really connect into my body. Belly breathing is really important here. So if you're you know, in bed and you're still laying, um, what's a really good idea is putting your hands on your belly and just breathing out through your belly and watching your belly expand and kind of focusing on, you know, seeing your hands expand, keeping them gently on your tummy and seeing how your stomach expands and then just breathing out through the nose. So that's just going to help you really connect to your body and to feel grounded, to be present and just to, I guess, feel really clear and calm when you wake up. If you do have adrenal fatigue or any type of chronic illness or, um, exhaustion, then, you know, being really slow and mindful when you're waking up is going to really help you feel better. Um, you know I when uh, my chronic fatigue flares up I do get quite a lot of joint pain real tiredness fatigue you know feeling really lethargic like I haven't slept at all so it's it's can be really challenging some mornings but nonetheless I've been really trying to be consistent of just doing these few things in the morning to help me feel better and One of those things is also having some lemon water. So just some warm water and some lemon, some fresh lemon juice um, and having that every morning. That's really great for your digestion as well. Then I get up, you know, get into my day. So have a shower, get ready, whatever I need to do. I'm also really focusing on moisturizing my skin every morning um, because my skin is something that I personally don't always look after as well as I want to and moisturizing is one of those things that I really want to focus on and that helps me connect to my body as well so that I've been finding really really helpful then I will spend a couple of minutes rebounding now rebounding is um, this process of just jumping up and down on a little mini exercise trampoline And um, now I'm living in an apartment, so I don't have a garden or an outdoor courtyard as such. I've got a balcony, um, but I have a little mini trampoline in my apartment that I use. And um, again, that actually helps with um, lymphatic system and um, I guess moving energy in the body, starting to wake up and feeling more energized. So that has been helpful. And if you've got a lot of pain, then I would recommend just just trying it and getting one and just to be, you know, implementing some of these things and being really gentle on yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Then I spend some time making the celery juice and I'm currently having about 500 ml every morning. That's about 16 ounces. Um, Now, a couple of these things um, I am doing from a protocol from medical medium. If you haven't heard of him and you have chronic illness and you're really struggling, please look him up. He's got books and a podcast, a lot of information on his website. He's all over social media. Um, He's amazing. I think there's some things on YouTube as well. But basically his latest book, Liver Rescue, is talking about the liver and how important it is and how it's really about caring for and healing the liver that will help you to actually reverse chronic illness. So medical medium Anthony William is his name. Um, please look him up because he is just amazing and I personally love reading all the healing stories on Instagram that he shares and that people share on there. So um yeah it's just been really amazing and I've been doing the juice for almost a month consistently. Um, prior to that I had done a little bit for a few weeks and then prior to that about three or so years ago I was on the celery juice but I just didn't do it consistently long enough and I kind of found other ways to manage um, the fatigue after that but because of this flare-up I know that I need to be more focused on actually reversing and healing it and being consistent with these practices so That is why I'm incorporating that into my day-to-day as well now. So um, I try and wait about 30 minutes to an hour after my celery juice before I have breakfast. And that will consist of mostly fruit at the moment. Really important for the liver and for healing. And um, it's summer here in Australia, so it's a perfect time um, to eat fruit and it's really helping me to reverse this fruit fear that I've had because of the candida and, you know, f- no sugar, you know, and no fruit diets that I was on for, you know, a, a very large period of my life. Once I've had breakfast, I wait and have make some time to then have my supplements. And um, I'm taking a number of different things that have been prescribed to me by my naturopath. You might want to see a functional medicine doctor, someone who's holistic, who's going to help you if you are interested in natural health. Um, The reason I've gone down natural health myself is because um, about eight years ago, when I got really sick, I had really bad adrenal fatigue, was really dizzy, had a lot of things going on, which weren't diagnosed at the time. But I went through this process of seeing a number of different doctors who weren't able to help. I had all these tests and I came back as being normal. You know, the doctors said, there's nothing wrong with you. And, you know, I knew that that was far from the truth. And I felt like I was going crazy because I was being told there was nothing wrong with me. Yet I felt like I'd never felt before, just horrible, you know, and that was probably really the beginnings of the fatigue and all the things that came with it. But yeah, it was a real turning point for me. I'd been into natural health and homeopathy and things, um, when I was a teenager. Um, but this was really about changing my lifestyle and starting to really learn about the body and what was really going on for me. So I really highly recommend that you seek out a practitioner that's gonna be help. Some things that are really important, generally, um, again, you need to see someone who's gonna be able to prescribe and give you dosages, but things that I know um, are things that we generally lack um, when we have experienced abuse and extreme stress, um, you know, are things like zinc, the B vitamins, and vitamin c iron magnesium all of these things are so important Um, there's a a few different other things that i'm taking but again i really recommend that you see someone who is knowledgeable in this area that is going to be able to help you specifically because we really are all different and you know just taking on what i say is not going to necessarily help or be the right thing for you so i think that's really important to remember So once I've kind of taken my supplements um, before I kind of get into my day or things get busy and I have to go to work, I will try and sit five or so minutes um, and just kind of mentally go through my gratitude and be really present, maybe do a bit of breathing and just kind of enjoy the morning. I think the morning is such a great time, but we can all often kind of get rushed and be busy and get into the day that we forget that we can actually have a slower start to the day. So there's some really fundamental things that I've just incorporated into my morning. Um, And that may change over time, but that's kind of what's really working for me at the moment and I'm really happy with that. And I am feeling a lot better when I wake up in the morning. So now I wanna kind of go into the nighttime routine. Um, Again, there's just some core things that I have been doing that I've really helped. Something that I had you know, kind of gone and doubled in with um, last year and the year before was um, getting some blue light blocking glasses. Um, the brand that I currently use, they look kind of like reading glasses, but they've got an orange lens and that's to block out the blue light. So there's a company called Swanwick that um, I personally use. Um, But I believe, and I believe they're American, I believe there is another brand called Baxter Blue, I think, if I'm correct, and I think they might be Australian, I'm not sure, but just have a look. Um, Blocking up blue light from technology, whether it's TV, your phone, an iPad, a laptop, computer, whatever, um, just the lights in your house. Um, at night are really important because they can mess with our circadian rhythm and our melatonin and can really dysregulate our ability to sleep at night. So if you have trouble sleeping it could be because you've got way too much exposure of blue light. So while as I mentioned I'm focusing on my skincare in the morning obviously my face but also my body that's more so what I'm focusing on um, is uh, actually dry body brushing and that is you know getting a dry body brush you can get the I've, I've got one from Kmart here in Australia I think it's more Walmart also in America um, but yeah it's basically just a brush and you gently kind of massage your skin and that not only kind of exfoliates but also works for your lymphatic drainage and just for your lymphatic system because the fluid doesn't actually um, as far as I understand, move in your body um, on its own. So, like the rebounding and jumping on a trampoline is really going to help move the lymphatic system. Um, but also, dry body brushing is really, really good for that too. And it's another great way to connect with your body and be present. And, you know, if you're like me and struggle with, um, you know, being kind to your body and being nice to yourself. Um, adding in some positive affirmations and things that are positives about your body you could be saying them out aloud or internally while you're doing the body brushing is really important so then I basically get ready for bed and then I take some nighttime supplements so I'll focus on the magnesium at night and sometimes I take a couple of other things but really the magnesium is great um, for the nervous system and to calm down and I take that one specifically at night Um, then I'm really trying to focus on some dance, a little bit of movement and some breathing and connecting into my sensuality, um, and just feeling good. So I love to do this at night before bed. I'll just put on some songs and, you know, some nights it's like you're having a party in your room or in your house and, you know, rather than going out and it just feels really, really nice. Um, to have that time on your own, Um, you know, that's, it's such a powerful practice. And if you really start to do it consistently, you'll start to feel so much more connected to yourself and feel, I guess, more love and pleasure and joy in the moment as well. Then I've been focusing on some journaling, whether that's a little bit of reflecting. Um, At the moment, I'm really... You know feeling into 2019 and you know wanting to call in a new relationship and it's something that I've really avoided um, definitely last year because you know for me I had such an intuitive feeling that I wasn't ready and that you know what I'm calling in is going to be really powerful and I'm feeling really triggered by that, of knowing exactly what I'm looking for, what qualities, you know, and, and the way in which it's helping me is by reminding myself that I have to embody all these qualities because we can't call in and attract another partner um, when we're not embodying those things, those qualities that we're looking for in another person. If we can't accept them within ourselves, we're not going to be able to accept them in another person. And, you know, that's when we feel like we're not good enough. And that's when we're going to feel like we're going to run for the hills because it's too uncomfortable to actually be present with someone who is embodying exactly, you know, what you say you want, but you're not doing yourself. So I'm really focusing on that. And I've been focusing that through journaling at the moment to help me Tune into exactly what i 'm kind of looking for and what how I want to feel and and allowing myself to find ways of embodying that myself so that 's what i 've been using the journaling for at the moment again, that may change, um, but just the process of journaling um, from previous clients and and feedback that i 've had in the past is for people who've never journaled or just haven 't done so in the last few years, especially after narcissistic abuse like it's so powerful and it's a way in which you're able to get out things that are probably circulating in your mind a lot Um, and that's just going to help free up space in your mind to feel more clear and for your mind to feel at ease to help with the anxiety and with the depression you know with the depressive thoughts and the reoccurring patterns that we're playing out getting it on paper and out of your mind is just gonna help you feel much more at ease. So that could be really, really helpful for you. And I really love to do it at night, but you might find it more beneficial to journal in the morning. And some people like to journal their gratitude practice and just you know what they're grateful for in the morning. I like to do it through that throughout the day, but also in the morning, but more internally because I don't want it to be another thing that I have to add to my to-do list. I just want it to be an added thing that I do, but it's just naturally something that I try and think about once or twice a day, and in that moment be grateful, rather than having as a to-do. And then I use essential oils. Sometimes I use my diffuser. Sometimes I put oils on my body. Sometimes I put them on just before I'm dancing or when I'm journaling. And just adding that level of sense of smell um, and that having that sensory experience just adds another level of connection to your body and to yourself and helps you to feel really in tune and, and connected to yourself. So that might again be something that really helps you. So that's everything um, that I'm doing in my morning and my nighttime routine at the moment. Again this could change, Um, I will be sharing more insights in the future if I have any other ideas or things that I'm finding are really powerful. But you know connecting and and really thinking about what's going to make you feel really good is going to help you to stay consistent and manage your routines. Now things are always going to happen and come up but it's about how can we how can we just get back on track when we feel like we've, you know, gone off the bandwagon a little bit? Um, that's already happened to me a couple of times and I've just been really, really conscious and focused on being positive and nice to myself and just reminding myself, it's okay, I can keep going. It doesn't mean, oh well, I'm just going to give up completely because I've missed a day of, you know, not having my lemon water or my celery juice or whatever it may be, you know not writing off the day or the week because I've not done something is really important. And that might be something that's helpful for you. So I hope you found this episode really helpful. I'd love to hear what you do for your morning or your nighttime routine, something that has been really powerful for you, any insights or takeaways that you've gotten from the episode. You can always reach me um, on social media at a feeling life on my website Um, or you can email me. Um, I love hearing from you guys and yeah, it just makes me feel so great knowing that, um, some of the things that I'm sharing are really helping you. So till next time.